Hi, my name is Mike LaHood, midfielder for New York Cosmos, and you're listening to First Team Podcast. With your host, John Frashante. Hello Cosmos Country, welcome back. On this episode, we're going to review the Cosmos loss against FC Edmonton, preview the upcoming match against the Tampa Bay Rowdies, and sort of discuss what went wrong against the Eddies, because there has been um, some things that I really don't like, and uh, we're going to take your questions and talk about can the Cosmos still win the spring season. So I'm joined by Gio. How are you today, Gio? Good, you? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Uh, the Cosmos are coming off of a loss against the Eddies, two to one. Not the best match ever, but it's always hard going uh, to Edmonton and try to win a match. It's really crazy how the whole season has been ups and downs, uh, and the Cosmos are not top of the table. Last week we were top of the table, so high on things, and when we were top of the table last week. Uh, when we beat the Rowell Hawks and then beat uh, Miami FC, I really thought that, okay, we won the spring, we're going to win the spring, uh, and then we go to FC Edmonton and we lose a match, and it looks like we're down and dusted, and uh, maybe we don't have a hope for the spring anymore. Wh- what do you think about that? I think the I think the change, the different players start the game every week, Every time they play, it's sort of a consistent side, but uh, some players are injured and et cetera. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, change change something. They got to change something. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Talking about change, uh, I don't know about you, Gio, but personally, in the match, it looked like the defense looked a bit shaky out there. Uh, Carlos Mendez on the, I think it was the first or second goal. I can't remember, but uh, Carlos Mendez and Ayose. Just double teamed one of the Eddie's players, and uh, it just didn't work. Mendez looks out of not out of shape, but he just looks out of place at times uh, when he's defending, uh, which is not really good. So for me personally, I would really like to see a change maybe uh, next week, and we we will get to those changes a bit later. But yeah, you think you're going to see that? I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, you can't take out your captain. And, That's and, not going to happen. And uh, I'm not. I'm not saying maybe Mendes should be dropped out of the squad. That's not going to happen. But what I'm saying is, I think there needs to be some type of changes He's not gonna for the bench. Cosmos to to try to win the spring. And I think the Cosmos have a small chance for in second place or third place. Uh, but if we win and other results go our way, I really feel that the Cosmos uh, have a small, small, small chance. Geo. Do you think the Cosmos' chances of winning this spring is gone? Or uh... 
still open. It's still open, but I think uh, I don't know. They got to believe it. They got to believe in themselves. Yeah. So, uh, Gio, what kind of changes uh, would you like to see uh, if you if you were Gio? So you're starting or you're picking the starting eleven right here, okay? And uh, you're in the office <laughs> before the game against the Rowdies. What kind of changes, or if there are any changes that you make to the squad? What I would change, what it would be, the my first change I would do is I would start lucky, you know, on my my front, you know, like strikers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll put yeah. lucky instead of somebody else that maybe he's not producing, maybe he's not doing anything special. I think lucky is the type of player that when they got him, uh, he's explosive. Like when you least expect it, something happens. Something big happens, you know. Yeah, talking about Lucky, he was he was a great for, force up front, and uh, I I personally think the Cosmos are lacking a player like that. Arietta, the Cosmos brought him in. He only scored one goal so far this spring season, and the spring season is almost over. That's not good enough. Like. You need to put the ball in the back of the net if you want to be a starting striker for the New York Cosmos. And Arietta is not really getting it done. Uh, Lucky, on the other hand, has that experience. He played last year. He helped win the title last year, so uh, that should be huge. Uh, but it doesn't look like these players that we've grown to be used to. Lucky, uh, Yasmane Du came in. He's played great on the international level and has only got a couple of minutes with the New York Cosmos. So it's pretty weird how the squad is really deep, which we love that. But uh, yeah, but these players are not getting minutes that they deserve. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so... Uh, before we get into the Rowdies chat, uh, R- Rowdies Cosmos, let's touch on a, a piece of news, uh, some transfer news that came out this morning. We don't really hear a lot of uh, transfer news, especially in North America, uh, but uh, we see that a lot in Europe, the transfer mill goes crazy. But uh, we finally see some piece of news, not positive news, but real negative that uh, Nico Kronjar might be leaving the Cosmos, maybe going to Rangers, which is a great club in uh, Glasgow. So Nico Kronjar might be leaving, Gio. Your th- your thoughts on that one? He, so far, has been playing 110%, has been really great, has been out, came back against the Eddies, and he's a playmaker. He's a person that it's so consistent um, a big guy, you know what I mean? He's a person that just gives his heart out, and he loves New York, you know what I mean? He loves everything that's uh, going on with the team, and it's going to be sad to see him leave, but I'm hoping he's not leaving. But uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, link with Rangers? I don't know. He came as a loan, you know, like a loner. No, you know? he's not alone. No? No, he got signed just for the 10... Uh, 10 games spring season. Okay, so he's sent out for 10 games. Maybe it could be option to stay, you know? Yeah, but other clubs have been watching him and seeing uh, how good he's doing. Maybe so. maybe the Cosmos should sign him up before the other team sign him up if they want him that bad. But if you're Nico Kronjar, right, and come the end of the spring season, you have 
uh, Rangers coming after you. Now you can play in Europe once again, or you can continue to play in the United States Second Division. Which one do you choose if you're Nico? I don't know. I think I would go what's more important for him. Whatever is important to him, you know. What's important to him to be in the in the Euro, you know, or play second division? I would think it's playing in Europe, playing in the first division. You know what I mean? That's where everyone's goal is. No, mm-hmm. being it, top level. Yeah. So I don't know. He talks really highly of. Uh, of the New York Cosmos, of the New York, of the fans, of everything within the organization. Uh, and when you hear that, you just think, well, he can't leave. He can't sort of be a traitor and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I personally feel if Nico does leave, and I would like for the Cosmos to actually talk to him and say, what are your thoughts? Do you want to leave? Yes, no. And if he gives a yes, I want to see the Cosmos get something for him. And that sounds really odd because the Cosmos probably need Nico uh, for the rest of the spring. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be leaving in three matches if he doesn't resign. So maybe we sell him <laughs> to Glasgow or or maybe make a move somehow for Nico if someone really wants him. And on the other hand, that might not make a lot of sense because Glasgow can say, well, we can get him in three days. I mean... After the three matches for free, you know. So, what's your opinion? Do you think he would sign with us? So, you'd be happy to stay here, or you think he wants to go to the top league? What you do if if you were in his shoes? Uh, If I was Nico, um, see, he came to the Cosmos just trying uh, to sort of get back in shape. Sort of, Uh, he got released by Dynamo Kiev, and he was just trying to get back into the grind, uh, get back to playing competitive matches. So. I feel like he's playing okay with the Cosmos. He's only played a, a couple of matches so far. I would see him maybe playing uh, the full season with the Cosmos, see where things go. And then at, at the end of the year, maybe he goes uh, somewhere else maybe. Uh, so if I'm Nico, I don't know. It's a really, really, really tough call uh, because you can either play in Europe or you can continue playing in New York. Uh, New York is the biggest market, and he sort of, like, when I... It, interviewed him on top of the Empire State Building. He says that he loves New York, the best city, and all that. So I don't know how much you can sell players on that, but uh, I think uh, Nico would stay uh, just because of that factor. He just moved here. You know what I mean? So would you want him to leave and go find a new home and sort of get used to a different place? You know what I mean? Um, I don't really know. I would love to see Nico stay, but if he doesn't, then I personally feel the Cosmos need to fill um, fill his role and bring in some better, better players uh, to potentially win the fall and win the NASL title. Any last thoughts on Nico or uh, any changes I'm within saying, the squad? What I'm saying to you, if you were in his shoes, what you would do? I think I would stay. Uh, so you would stay in the second division team, but you... You, you give up like uh, being a top top league top team in the Euro. I I, I you know? see the Rangers are not the top club, but they're known throughout the world. So uh, I I don't know that could be a big building um, block uh, to go to higher things. But Nico is thirty one. Uh, 
I would think he wants to experience North America a bit more. He's only been here for for uh, seven matches, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he saw enough of the league. Uh, he hasn't played all of the opponents yet, so and he still has the Open Cup to play as well. So and when the Cosmos signed Nico, there were going to be talks for the fall season if things went the right way, and I think they are going the right way. I think the Cosmos like having Nico, Eric Stover, Tina Sebastio even said that he sh- that. Nico is the best player in North America. Mm-hmm. How can you let that player go Don't on know. a free transfer? How can you just let him go? And the Cosmos are not one of those clubs that just uh, get into a player's way. So if they think that Nico wants to leave, they're not going to stop him. They're going to let him go to Rangers, and we're going to have to deal with that and uh, build on something else so and get new players. Sit, so they're not going to sit down with him and say, what do you think what you want to do? I think they are. And uh, Gio, the staff, are g- going to probably talk to Nico. Maybe they already had that conversation because uh, they said that a big shot from Rangers came to go see him in the States. Uh, so there is some type of communication with Nico. So they gave him permission to talk to them. All right. Yeah, so I-, I would personally think that the Cosmos talked to Nico already. And uh, they probably had that discussion. And if the Cosmos felt that uh, that uh, that that he doesn't want to be there anymore or maybe he wants to get a better deal then I don't think the Cosmos are going to step in his way we saw that with Restrepo uh, he wanted to go to MLS and uh, they didn't get in his way so uh, it, it's just a tough a tough topic to talk about Nico hasn't played that much so far only played so far in the uh, seven match or ten match spring season seven matches down three more to go uh, but Nico, a world-class player, playing for the New York Cosmos. The Croatian supporters even came out to see Nico. So maybe that's a fact, or maybe that's something that drives Nico and the Cosmos to uh, agree to a new deal. No, yeah, the yeah. fans. Everyone loves Nico. I know. That has to be a big factor. Is well, we got some Croatian fans to the stadium, and uh, and they're going mad for Nico. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're going to say about that. What, what they're going to do. We don't know what they're going to do. The Cosmos always bring in those players potentially to sell tickets. And probably Nico was one of those players. Uh, did it work massively? Probably not. But it did bring out some Croatian fans. Great to see some uh, Croatian fans supporting their fellow countrymen. Did it sell a lot of shirts with his name on it? I'm not really sure. They don't really release if they're sold out or not. You know what I mean? Or how many shirts they sell per jersey, but uh, yeah, I just think that. Oh, and we're gonna go away from this topic in a bit. But uh, Nico Kronjar, world class player, I would love to see the Cosmos resign him. What do you guys think? You can tweet us your your comment, your response at One Team Pod on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, we hear a, a, a lot more from this in the coming days. Moving on, Tampa Bay Rowdies. New York Cosmos, big, big, big matchup. But before we get to that matchup, before the match, the Cosmos B are playing a match. That's the first time we can see the Cosmos B playing at Hofstra Short Stadium this season. Uh, It's always great when they have those double headers. So you are able to see uh, 
Cosmos B, and you can. What's really cool is that you pay one price, and you are able to see both batches. That's really cool. Cosmos B won the title last year, and uh, we are going to have a very special episode coming this week talking to a Cosmos B player. We are not going to name the player at the moment, but we will talk to him uh, in this week, and we will release it before Sunday so you get to know a Cosmos B player. But, uh, Gio, are you excited to see Cosmos B? I know they've been performing well so far. They had their first loss uh, in a while uh, this past weekend, uh, so hopefully they rebound from that. And uh, get back to their winning ways. I don't know who they're playing, but all I know is that it's going to be a great match. Quality, quali- quality, quality side. Cosmos B. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I saw it, what was it, two years ago, a year ago? No, I think it was la- la- last year. Last year. I they won like 9 nothing, right? Yeah, they were amazing. They were amazing, that team. Yeah, so uh, the, the Cosmos take on biggest rival, Tampa Bay Rowdies. It's going to be a great matchup. Gio, what are your keys to the match? So uh, what do you think the Cosmos need to do for them to get the three points? I don't know. they got to score first. got to hold, uh, you know, keep pressuring, you know, like hold the ball, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Mike, better defense, you know. They'll make Miller mistakes. Yeah, so know? number one is uh, score Possession. first. Score first. That's the number one key. Uh the Cosmos scored first against the Eddies, and they ended up losing the match. So scoring first and playing good defense, that's the two main keys. Uh, if they come out of the gate, if they start the match with really, really bad defense, it's not going to be a great night just because I personally feel that I would love to see these changes happen. And they may not happen, but I think if the Cosmos do make these changes, then... I personally feel that uh, the Cosmos have a chance of winning the spring. We have to beat the Rowdies first, and uh, then I think we can continue talking about the spring, and even if it's possible. But I would like to see maybe Carlos Mendez start on the bench on Sunday. Captain, oh, Captain, Carlos Mendez. Will that ever happen? Probably not. not. He's not going to see that. It's like saying, oh, we got Mark Messier. We leave him on the bench. Yeah, so. I don't see that. But don't you think he's been poor as of late? I don't know. You know? You you, you don't think he's getting old and he's losing his pace? He's losing. Uh, well, how, how old is he? In his late 30s, I, I believe. Mid-30s. So, I don't know. What are they going to do? Start getting a play to replace him in a half or something? No, we have players that can. So sort of fill into a spot at the moment. That's what I would do. I'm not officially throwing Carlos Mendes off of the squad. What I'm doing is I'm sort of giving him a rest in a way. That's what I would tell him is we're changing the squad a bit. We're going to give you a rest for a match and see how things go. I would put Carlos Mendes on the bench, maybe throw in David O'Chang in there, maybe David Diosa. Most likely David O'Chain because uh, a great defender uh, and he hasn't been getting a lot of minutes as of late. He's always started on the bench and he's always made the 18, but I would lo- like to see him uh, get the starting role against the Rowdies. Uh, and also Arietta, like we said earlier, he's not putting the ball in the back of the net as much as we would like to see a striker do. Yeah, But I would like to see maybe... Lucky up front, or if not lucky, 
put two up front as well. Maybe Lucky and Yasmani Duke. Everyone wants to see Duke play great with Bolivia on the international stage. Uh, he scored goals with Bolivia. Why don't you bring that type of player into the squad? We have him. We're paying him. Why aren't we playing him? You know, you know what I, I mean? I want to see Lucky play. You know, I think he's a great player, explosive player. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, something happens, big thing happens with him. You know, I don't know. So just Lucky, not that menace change, if, if it's possible? Yeah, yeah, that that could happen too. But in one way, I think it should happen. But I don't know if it's going to happen. You know yeah, it, I, I really don't know how you can take out your... How you can take out your uh, captain in a way, but like I said, it could be hard to do. But I fully think that if you actually sit sit down and talk to Mendez and say, "What's going on?" and it's going to be sad because if this really does happen, Sunday is Carlos Mendez's uh, bobblehead night. Uh, so <laughs> I, I yeah, don't think be, he's going to be benched for his bobblehead night. Yeah, uh, I, I really don't think that's a night to uh, to uh, bench him, but it needs to happen. Uh, against the Eddies was not a great showing, uh, but uh, it's going to be a great night. Uh, score prediction for you, Gio. What do you think is going to happen uh, come Sunday night? Do you think Cosmos are still going to be in the hunt for the spring, or are we going to be crying Who and losing the spring? Uh, the Rowdies, Tampa Bay Rowdies. So I think they went three nothing. Three nothing near Cosmos. Ah, <laughs> uh, they beat them once already like that, no? No, we haven't played them th- this season. But so last year, how they beat them? I don't recall, but I know we've played some great matches against them. I'm going uh, for a Neurocosmos victory 2-1. to one. Who else is going to win? We have Matt from the Unused Substitutes. He joins the show to talk about the Tampa Bay Rowdies, their biggest signing, Joe Cole. And he just breaks down the Rowdies uh, for the Cosmos' biggest match this weekend. Cosmos, Rowdies, I'm excited for it. Matt's excited for it. Here is a Rowdies point of view. Here he is, the one and only Matt from the Unused Subs. I am here with Matt from the Unused Substitutes. How are you tonight, Matt? I'm not too bad. It's another Monday down the drain, and I'm getting, I can start looking a little bit more forward to this weekend. Apparently, there's a big game coming up. Yeah, for sure. So uh, before we get into the chat about uh, the Rowdies versus the Cosles, like he said, it's going to be a big, big match. But uh, let's talk about the Rowdies' uh, form so far. So, Matt, can you take us through uh, your season so far in the spring season? Uh, it's kind of been up and down. Uh, we've only got uh, – oh, man, I'm kind of blanking out right now. We, we've won two games. Uh, we beat Edmonton at home. We beat Fort Lauderdale on the road. Um, we've drawn uh, all of the other games so far, except uh, we had a loss to uh, – uh, Carolina came in here and, and, and you know, took us to the woodshed, uh, and that was a three to one game. So, yeah, it, it, it hasn't been great necessarily. You know, we kind of, you know, you want to, obviously you want to win your, I mean, you want to win all your games, but you kind of expect to win your home games. Uh, we went down to Miami FC for their first home game and, uh, came out of there with a draw. We had to battle back for a, a late penalty to get the equalizer there. And it, it's kind of been just, you know, with the amount of, of money that's been invested in the players and the, you know, to do a preseason trip to England and uh, we're kind of hoping we're for a faster start and uh, we're sitting sixth in the table right now. And, uh, but we're only really like four points back, I think of, of you guys and, and near the, you know, getting back up there. So there's still time, but we're mm-hmm. getting into the hard part of the schedule. We've got you guys this week, Minnesota away next week uh, wow. before we come back home and, and, and host Ottawa. Um, 
and then we're going to have uh, Jacksonville is uh, on the road for our uh, our, our uh, season uh, closer, the, the 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 spring season closer. So, uh, you know, we got to try and get some points where we can now. So, talking about all the money invested into the side, uh, what happened? I mean, with what happened last year with Thomas Rangan and all that, Bill Edwards, your owner, invested so much. So uh, my question to you is, what is really the expectations, not from the fans, but from the owner? Is it to win the championship, or is it just to get to uh, the playoffs? I think, and uh, and this is, is is my perspective, and I think it's his as well too. Is, is this should be a at the end of the year, this should be a top four team. This should be a playoff contending team. Uh, if you look at it from you know, like, like we said, the money he's put into it the last two years. Uh, and not only just you know the amount of money being spent, but now he's he, they they changed the contracts up last year, so they're they're on year-round contracts now, mm-hmm. which we were told we were one of the first teams, if not the first team in the the league, to do that. So they keep the guys in town uh, longer. They start with uh, preseason earlier. Uh, I think some of the other teams made that adjustment this year also, but the uh, just the overall level of, of of what they were investing in the team and what they want to get back out of it. I, I think the reasonable expectation, and I think it's what Edwards has said, is this is is going to be a playoff team. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, can you talk to the Cosmos listeners, to the Cosmos fans, and uh, just tell w- what the rowdy style of play is? Uh, he's been uh, Stu's been putting him out there in kind of a uh, a four two three one, usually with. Uh, now we were kind of doing a, a double pivot midfield for a while there, but now that we have a, this new signing, who apparently is a, is a pretty good player, uh, one of the guys we had signed last year from Portland was Michael Nanchoff, who was typically a, an attacking midfielder, uh, but it started out most of the season sitting back in, in the double pivot with uh, Juan Guerra, uh, playing more of a, of a holding role. Uh, so it seems the style is more what he's looking for is to play out of the back, get the ball to the wings to guys like uh, Khalif Alassane, um or uh, Junior Burgos or whatever, bring it up on the wing and then try and cross in. And predominantly we've been playing with a, a lone striker up front, usually uh, Tommy Heineman. Uh Danny Mwanga came in, uh, started this week as well, and, and Heineman came off the bench. But they're both kind of similar type players, big uh, target men kind of guys who you know they can also hold the ball up if they need to to let the uh, the attack come to them. Um, but our biggest struggles have been connecting the midfield uh, to the forwards, getting the the service into the box for Tommy. So you know he hasn't he's got two goals now. I guess you know if, if we're calling last weekend or last weekend's a uh, a goal or an own goal, but he was he's been involved in two at least. Um, and part of it is him not getting the service, and part of it is when he when he does get there. I mean, I think the pressure's on him to to convert. He was kind of the big signing of the off season for a while, uh, and and he's put the pressure on himself a little bit too. Uh, and it, it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, talking about big signings, let's discuss uh, Joe Cole, uh, a big signing for the Rowdies. How really important uh, is this figure for the Rowdies? Uh, it, it's big for a lot of reasons. I mean, uh, one of the things we were talking about on our last show was, you know, if you go back, uh, you know, four or five, you know, maybe even three, four or five years ago, mm-hmm. uh, this is an MLS level signing. This is a guy that's going to be coming in there and, and getting a lot of the attention and a lot of the headlines. Um, so for him to make the choice to, to come to, uh, St. Petersburg and play for the Rowdies, it, it I mean, it's, it's big for us, um, you know, he, he uh, was on loan last year uh, with Coventry City and made a, you know, it was like something like 22 appearances uh, to get his kind of his match fitness back. 
and we've talked before with uh, with coaches, and they, they've kind of compared NASL with a League One kind of level as far as uh, competition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Joe looked pretty good in, in, with Coventry near the end, and uh, to come in here and kind of walk right in, uh, he had a heck of a game the other night, uh, something like 47 out of 51 passes completed, yeah. uh, team high 71 touches. One, uh, I think, uh, seven of the uh, 11 duels he went into, uh, four dribbles. Uh, he had a really solid night. Had a couple shots on goal, too. Um, and, you know, he flew in Tuesday night, had a press conference Wednesday, trained with the guys Tuesday, Thursday and Friday, and uh, originally was scheduled to play about 60, 65 minutes Saturday, ended up playing the entire time. Uh, and one of the things we talked about with him coming in is uh, getting used to the weather, uh, it was a pretty humid night, so it was a good introduction for him to see what he's going to kind of be up against over the next few months down here. Yeah. Uh, the next thing he'll get used to now this weekend and the next two weeks is uh, the travel and some of the different uh, conditions you're going to play in it in some of the other stadiums around the league. Uh, but he looked really good. Uh, it's been big in the news here. Everyone's been out there. There was a lot more media there last week that we've seen in the past. Uh, and I keep, uh, I've keep i been keeping a, a, a column open on TweetDeck with uh, – and you know the searches for any tweets involving Rowdies and Joe Cole, and ever since it was announced, I mean, there's we're here, you know, what almost two weeks into it now, and it's you know five, ten tweets an hour from uh, from the U.S., from overseas. I'm seeing things in like Eastern European languages and Spanish and French. I mean, it's it's making news kind of around the the soccer world, at least on on Twitter accounts. So it's been uh it's been kind of fun to kind of be right in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, a big setting. Uh, Joe Cole, so excited for the Rowdies, but uh, not that much for this upcoming match. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts going into this very crucial match against the New York Cosmos? Well, I, I kind of think, you know, we're, I think right now, especially after uh, you guys yesterday, both teams are going to be hungry for this game anyway, and it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those old traditional NASL rivalries uh, that always seem to get pretty interesting. Um, but we both need to get some kind of result out of this, and and we're still trying to shake off the uh, the demons of last year of going on the road and not you know winning any games outside of the first one, uh, and we've struggled on turf as well too. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and see what the uh, the the weather conditions are like. And I know I think with the last couple of games out there, it's been kind of cold, hasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, really, really cold. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a change from um, from down here. I mean, we're in the the mid nineties this week for the most part. So wow, uh, it, it'll it'll be interesting. That, and I was I was kind of you know joking in my head thinking about stuff for when we do our show tomorrow night. And you know, Joe Cole had a great game down here this weekend, but can he do it on a a cold Sunday evening in uh, in Long Island? Who knows? Yeah, lo- looking at the weather, it looks like it's going to rain. So uh, not Ooh. some great weather for the match, but. Uh, what players should we watch out for uh, on the Rowdies? Well, I think we're still trying to figure out who uh, who fits in where. Now that Cole came in, he kind of uh, sat back and he played in that uh, you know attacking midfield role, that holding midfield role. I mean, uh, back in the, the the pivot with Juan Guerra. Uh, so Michael Nantroff moved up a little bit uh, and, and and kind of played in the the number ten slot and didn't have the best game. He, you know, he had a couple of he had, he had an assist on on the equalizing goal or own goal, whatever, uh, and and had a couple uh, had a couple uh, passes and crosses in earlier that looked okay, but and overall it wasn't his best night. So um, I don't know if we make a a change going up there. Uh, if you see someone else slot in there, and then who's going to start at forward? You know, Mwanga started, and that was kind of the story was. 
it seemed like he was kind of gelling better with Cole in practice. You know, you're working off two days right there. Yeah. Uh, maybe they, they go back and they, they put Heineman in instead. Heineman played, you know, last year in Ottawa on a, on a turf surface, so maybe he's the, the more natural start uh, up there at, at Short. I don't know. Um, yeah, Heineman, I mean, he guy, knows how to play against the okay. Cosmos for sure. Yeah, you know he's he's gonna want to get. You know, I, I joked when we signed him, uh, he scored more goals against you guys in the final than I think we did all last season yeah. <laughs> uh, at home. So we'll we'll take that, or at least on the road. Then mm-hmm. I think we scored two in that one game against uh, that one game we won last year. Yeah. So Matt, last question: uh, What is your score prediction? Ah, I'm. I've been thinking about this one, and I'm always the eternal optimist on the show. I don't. I don't think I've ever predicted that we're going to lose. Um, I don't know. It, it's we. We still, you know, our one loss this year is coming home. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. Both teams looking out for it. I'm kind of right now in my head thinking two-one Cosmos though, but I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the effect of Joe finally getting over the the jet lag and getting a full week's practice in makes a difference. Um, it would be great to get a win. It would be huge for the conference, especially going into Minnesota the week after. Um, I'll be happy. Uh, I'll be happy with a draw on the road. Honestly, though, especially on the road on turf, uh, a win would be fantastic. But um, I don't know if it's the uh, my prediction. Yeah, that's just stick with your uh, Cosmos victory. It would just do us greatness uh, going into uh, the spring season. I mean, coming to the end of the spring, uh, we need we need that win to stay alive. Guess, you know, it's possible. Yeah. So thanks, Matt, for coming on. I really appreciate your time, and uh, best of luck. All right, yeah, you too. Have have fun this weekend, but uh, not too much, hopefully. Thank you, Matt, from the unused subs for coming on. Really appreciate it. Hope to have you on real soon. Uh, we're just going to run through some listener comments and questions. Uh, so Jesus is talking about uh, the potential Nico Kronjar transfer. He says, as if yesterday's defeat didn't sting hard enough, We'd love for him to stay, but to play with Rangers may be too enticing to resist. The yeah, Rangers coming back up to the first division, uh, it's it's a, it's really a big club. And how can you not say no to Rangers? You're playing with the Cosmos. Big name as well, but not on the higher stage, which is really sad. But uh, yeah, so that's what Jesus has to say. And Angel, uh, shout out to Angel for being a listener on the show all the way from North Carolina. Angel says he doesn't think that the Cosmos will win this spring, but you got to keep collecting the points. Gio, let me throw this question on you. And I think I asked you earlier, but let's continue the chat. Is our spring season over? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not? Okay. I don't think so. I have a little bit of hope. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just a small, small chance. And we have to beat Tampa Bay uh, for us to continue that slight chance. If we lose, if we lose to the Tampa Bay Rowdies, I fully think our spring season's over. But as Angel says, we have to still keep collecting the points. Even if we're not winning the spring. Tie here, win here, you know? I don't want to see us drawing. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I I think we we need to beat the Rowdies. Geo says three nothing. That's a very very bold uh, prediction. I'm going with two one. What are you guys' thoughts on that? So give us your score predictions at one team pod. Uh, Geo, let's just touch on this a little bit. Uh, we will have a special episode coming uh, out real soon 
talking about the Cosmos Stadium situation. We talked about this not on the air, but we talked about this personally. Um, Gio, I want to get your take on do you think the Cosmos will play at Hofstra next season? Uh, I just want to give the listeners a small tease of really what we're going to talk about later on uh, on a separate episode. Uh, but Gio, what do you think about maybe Hofstra next year? Do you I don't still think see so. it? I don't think so. No, you don't see Hofstra next year? Maybe I want to see the Cosmo play in City Field. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says City Field, again, a very bold location. Uh, but we will get into uh, the nitty-gritty on there. It's like uh, UFC to FC. They're playing Yankee Stadium. That'd be nice. Yeah, so City Field. I don't know, guys. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Would you like to see uh, the Cosmos playing at City Field? Is that even a possibility? Is that even uh, a question? Uh, let us guys know. Should we even have the discussion? Uh, let us know on Twitter at One Team Pod. Give us a follow on there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Was a, a little bit of a short episode, but not that much happening in Cosmos Country at the moment. Uh, I want to thank Spencer for coming on. Uh, Nico, maybe going to Rangers. Wow, what a time it is to be a Cosmos supporter. Let's go New York Cosmos on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Get there early. Watch Cosmos B. Get your uh, Carlos Mendes bobblehead. Uh, and check out our website, firstteampod.com. We have a shop. We have our shirts. Uh, and we have so much more going on there. We have a blog. If you want to write for the blog, you can go to our contact page and fill out the form, and you can be a part of the team. Gio, any last words before we tune out here? Let's go, Cosmo. 3 nothing Sunday. Yeah, and as always, thanks for listening, and let's go, New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout-out to the five points. Borough boys up in the Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York street and white. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is the rap from Tid Packs, Hash and Bliss. Reacts happen, we win. So fast, we're racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, holding back to stand through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fancy you grow down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you about the views. Like Shouting cues allowed to you without them dudes. Around my crews, I'll track that's no excuse. Each session and lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Progression and acceleration at the start's the most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.